ILH for Heroclix, a podcast about Heroclix and other related content. My name is Chris Britton. This is episode 174, and let's go. for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all your latest Heroclix singles, sealed products. Uh, check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. I'm Chris Britton. Uh, joining me in the studio today, we have my sexy ranch hand, Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? Not much, Chris. We also have another special guest that I should have actually probably put out on Twitter that we were going to have this guy. But I forgot. I dropped the ball. That's my fault. Uh, joining us also in the studio, thank you. Big round of applause to Professor Erks from the Alpha Strike HeroClix YouTube channel. So I come, welcome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. How are you guys doing? I'm doing really well. Calder? Fantastic. Cool. cool. Well, we're going to do uh, start off with an interview tonight, um, get some Bad Samaritan, a little bit of casual comparisons going. Got some news. Uh, some figures came out. Don't know if everybody knew about those, but uh, let's get into it, okay? So, uh, Erks, how did you get into Heroclix? When did you start playing? So, I started playing around... Um, the set on the shelves at the time were easily Batman and Chaos Warriors. That's what my store had. And it's like, oh, what the heck are these? And the associate said, well, it's a game, you know superheroes kind of like chess you play on a big old grid system and you fight like sounds awesome i was playing magic pretty heavy at the time so i wasn't like too interested but i just had a bad falling out from magic and so you know what i gave it a shot and my first brick ever was probably um the amazing spider-man set and i have been hooked since that was a good set dang good nice yeah yeah every prime was basically these you know i'm getting this general consensus that a lot of people got into this game with that set specifically yeah i I heard it was like a big turning point in the game was around that time because batman was kind of you know batman right so um you obviously are a content generator on your youtube channel you've been making videos for how long now uh almost two years two years beating me (laughs) beating me uh, I think so, we have like four, four episodes up on YouTube. What were you gonna say, Calder? Hell yeah! No. <laughs> hey, it's something, right? So, no. Uh, what are some of your favorite pieces? My favorite pieces. Well, um, I'm a huge like Spider-Man, Batman fan. So, my favorite piece, as far as like to play right now, I do love Hand Sand Spider-Man. One of my favorite guys. Um, Batman, the shifting focus of Batman, I've been trying to play them a lot more. They're really fun, and the new one from Elseworlds makes them stupid. So, those guys. And then I've had a real big, um, what's the, what's the term I want to use? Just, a uh, so much fun to play with, uh, Al Jordan from Elseworlds, and, uh, oh, Beta Ray Bill. Those are my favorite pieces right now. Uh, nice. So, did you like the Elseworlds set, then? I actually did. I... We don't, I don't think we should have DC sets throughout the time. Like Marvel seems to eat up all the time. So when I do get DC, DC set, I'm like, yes, this is awesome. It's a little bit different. Right on. So. Okay, so those are your favorite pieces. What pieces mm-hmm. do you, when you sit down at the table, you just, you, oh, you hate playing against? 
Well, I'll tell you one thing. Jakeem Thunder isn't my number one, you know, favorite. Um, I it's don't like always seeing, Jakeem Thunder. I, I don't like Phantom X from uh, Wolverine and the X-Men because that piece is just dumb. Um, not a big fan of – what's another one I didn't like? Ugh. Words, guys. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Those two are my least favorite probably. Oh, any character with mystics on old rules. On old that's rules. That's about it. <laughs> well, yeah. at least you don't have to worry about that anymore. Correct. Um, okay, do you have any combo pieces that you hate playing against? Combos of pieces? Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, I don't like hypersonic TK. I don't like the fact that they can come up, shoot me, and run backwards and hide forever. That's just not my favorite to fight against because I feel like I have to come way into their kill box to even attempt to win the game. It's just not fun. Right on. Uh, so you more of a metal? Oh, wow. DC Rock metal on. Brought Rock to you on. By, yeah, metal. He's, he's so metal. <laughs> metal. <laughs> wow. More of a meta or a casual player? And then what's your opinion on the state of the game? So, for the longest time, I was a casual player. I wasn't big in the meta because there wasn't a scene in Utah, like, at all. If there was, I wasn't aware of it because it was so small. Uh, but then, recently, I started up the YouTube channel and thought, you know, I should try to get into more competitive stuff and interview people and try playing more. So I talked to Patrick Capoco, and he's like, so you want to start up a rock in Utah? I'm like, if I could, is it hard? It's like, no, not at all. Gave me all the stuff to do it. I got a store. My store I work at is basically my, like, what's it? Uh, sponsor, I guess you could say. And they host all the events for me because it's awesome. And I've become more of a meta casual. Like, I play meta teams, but I don't play the ones that everyone's playing. I try and build something else because I want to try and be that guy who creates a new team that's capable to win in the meta. But... I wish we had more of you. People. Like <laughs> that's that, honestly that's one of the reasons that I don't. I'm not big into the meta scene. Is because I don't yeah. like sitting down and playing against the same team game after game. Right. Um. Uh, so which venue did you say that you played at? Oh, Game Haven. It's a little tri store in Utah. There's five of them, but two of them are chain stores. But the three main ones are like I work at one in Bountiful, Utah, just ten minutes north of Salt Lake. Okay. Uh, that's the last question that I have. Calder, do you have anything else? Uh, yeah, just really quick, I'm going to rattle off. What is your favorite just overall power in the game? Like, what power do you like to try to put on any team you got? Nowadays, Outwit. All right. With that buff. I, Smart. Dude, it's such a good power now, it's ridiculous. I just can't believe the buff it got in the new rules. Before that, it was prob because my dice rolls suck. So I'm feeling that. I, I I am known on YouTube as the person who misses on a four every time I need one. So <sighs> it's uh, ridiculous. <laughs> All right, let's uh, keep this truck a rolling. We're going on to some news. They did actually spoil three new characters from the Thor Ragnarok movie set. Uh, they spoiled Loki, Heimdall, and Valkyrie. Uh, Irks, would you like to pick one of these and see if we can get through these? Um, yes. I need to uh, look them up real fast. Are they on the realms? They are on the realms, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, they, they've been doing really well about getting stuff 
as soon as it drops somewhere else, like figures.com or whatever, it's generally on Realms within just a few days. They are getting a lot faster with it. It's insane. All right. Um, I'm going to do some. I'm going to do a look real quick, guys. I got to deck out for just a second. I got something in the oven. So yeah, one sure. sec, okay? All right, All right. so we're going we're to go over Loki first, because I think he's probably the most interesting of the three, in my opinion. Agreed. So, Loki, 70 points, missed 6 TA. Already, I'm already overjoyed. <laughs> yeah. Six range, one bolt. Uh, he's got really cool attack power on the entire dial called Sewing Distrust. Free. Choose two opposing characters that are adjacent to each other and are both within six squares in line of fire to Loki. Place one of them into a square adjacent to its current square. So, basically, he's picking two guys that are by each other and splits them up by a square. Kind of cool. It takes your mastermind huggers and your defender people away. It says no. Or, you know, Bizarro Green Arrow, no. Just get away from Mm. that person. That'd That's be a pretty good powerful. way to get a uh, supporting character. So enhancement or uh, empower away from them, or also if they actually have support. So you, you get that support character away from the enemy. Correct. And then he has this really cool damage power on the first two and last two looks of his dial called God of Lies. Exploit weakness with his penetrating damage up close, which is kind of what he likes to do. Shape change, which is, of course, Loki again. And then when he uses shape change and succeeds, after resolutions, you may place him to a distant square. So he kind of hops around the board, kind of auto-positioning himself to be out of the way of other dangers on the board, which is kind of neat. Cool. So he's only built to be a close combat PC side up with range, but you kind of want to put him up in the fight if you're going to do damage with him. Otherwise, you're playing 70 points with an 18-flat defense to basically manipulate your board to not have people bite each other like we were talking about. So I'll go ahead and leave that to you guys to finish up, and I'll be right back. Cool. Uh, one thing right, I do want to awesome. say about Loki is that they they don't have the picture of Loki up on here, and I haven't seen it, so I'm wondering if... Okay. it is. It's hilarious. If you, if you want to know, think of just like him just like shrugging like, with his arms totally out, uh-huh. like a sort of a come-at-me-bro, like, shrug. Does he have That's basically what this That's Loki what I is. Uh, no. He does not have daggers in his hand. Okay, because in the trailers, you see Loki walking towards the camera. Yeah, and he's two daggers, he's, like, daggers. in his hands. And yeah. I'm wondering if this is going to be one of those characters that they put... They, they don't give them blades, claws and fangs, but they, they had, you know, a sword in their skull. A sword or something. Or something. Like yeah. I was just wondering yeah, if this sort of like, one of those. Standing there like, what the hell do you want me to do about it, man? <laughs> Shrug. Like, huh. Uh, got it, got it. I, I like it. I, I like the, just, he walks up, sidesteps, moves that guy, then oh, shape change, moves that guy. There's all these little micro movements he's doing. It's pretty great. I mean, with Indomitable and everything. I, I will say this, he's, though. For 70 points, that is a, that's a price that you would at least expect to have a tertiary attacker. And he only does two damage, so he can't even bust past any reducer. True, unless he's up close, of course. But yeah, and invincible is nothing. Okay. Do you want to start uh, with Heimdall? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. I'll talk about Heimdall. Main man here. Let's see, hundred point zero range, no special combat symbols as guardian and warrior for keywords. One trait, sounding the call of, wow. Gallarhorn, Gallarhorn, Gjallarhorn, sure. <laughs> That's Power. why I chose not this, not to choose this one. Yeah, so I have to deal with it. You're just trying to mess me up, man. 
Uh, power, once per game, remove an action token from all friendly characters within six squares with the Asgardian keyword. Holy smokes, that is awesome! It's trait anytime, anytime during the game. You're like, I'm all tokened up. Just boom, power action. Everybody, remove a token. That is pretty wicked awesome. And if you weren't even digging that, he has... 8 movement charge, 10 attack blades, 18 defense and vulnerability, 2 damage, special damage power. He can use probability control. Opposing characters within 4 squares of line of fire can't use prob. Charge blades. And he cancels people only within 4 squares, but he's going to be up close anyways. Cancels out their prob, which is pretty darn amazing. He has identical first and second clicks, so he's very pushable. And then he's got 6 clicks of light, and they're basically just like 2 and 2 and 2. So after he loses Charge Blades in Vol, he gets Sidestep, Toughness, Close Combat Expert. Uh, same stats, except his defense goes down by one and his movement goes up by one. And then on his end dial, he's got 10 Sidestep, 11 Quake, 17 Toughness, and then Special Damage Power again. So I really like this Heimdall. It doesn't play super like a Heimdall, except for like the traits and stuff, since, I don't know, maybe he's going to be really in the thick of it in this movie. Because that sounds pretty awesome. I think I'm just is. happy to see a Heimdall. <laughs> yeah, I like Heimdall. I like Heimdall as a character a lot. And what's what's the actor's name? El Eldris. I. Idris Elba. Uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. I really like that guy as an actor. He was too. really awesome. So we'll He's see. Really good. Even when he was like in Ghost Rider, he was actually pretty good. And just the Dark Tower, I think, is what he was just in. He was awesome in that. Wasn't he in what, The Wire? I have no idea. Show? The Wire? Nope. <laughs> that was a good. That was such a good TV show. Anyway, um, let's move on to Valkyrie. Unless you have anything Irks uh, to say about Heimdall. Nah, just like I said, happy to see one. I was a little bummed we didn't get one in the Might Thor set itself, but now that we have one here, he's pretty. He's pretty decent. And once again, that two damage is like weird, but the blades make sense on the uh, top dial. Yeah. And the late late end quake makes sense as well. So. All right, so Valkyrie is by far the most boring of the spoiled characters so far. Uh, coming in at 50 points with the Asgardian keyword and the Warrior keyword, no range. Uh, you have no special powers and just one trait that says Inspiration in the Heat of Battle. Friendly characters within four squares modify attack and damage by plus one if they were damaged during the previous turn. So that's eh. Um, as far as stats-wise goes... It's weird because she starts off with sidestep, but then gets charge on her second and third click. She's five clicks long, so ten points per click, basically. Ten attack with blades, 18 defense with toughness. Toughness for two clicks, three clicks of combat reflexes. The last two clicks, she has uh, sidestep and close combat expert. First three clicks are blades, and it goes 10, 10, 11. So I, 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 it's, it's okay, although I figured if they were going to introduce... Are there two Valkyries? There were... In this set? Uh, there are. I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay, so I hope that the other Valkyrie is a lot more interesting. Because this Hopefully, is a brand yeah, new the... character to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And this would have been their opportunity to do something really cool with like a strong female role, because there aren't a ton of them in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But like this hero click is not inspiring me at all. And and that's the thing, too. It's weird to me. Like I guess they, since she was going to be in Thor, they've made four of her in modern now because we had the one in AEW, the double base one on the horse yeah. there was the uncommon one the chase one and now this one there also is the common generic but that's just an overall valkyrie warrior right so 
Uh, Calder, what do you think about this? Boring? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm not loving her. I mean, why this whole inspiration of the heat of battle? When I think about that, that probably means she should have charge top dial, in my opinion. But okay, sidestep it is. Plus, they only get plus one damage if they got damaged during the previous turn. Attack and damage, but yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's then. Not cool. Most of these guys have invulnerability, except for her and Loki. She just has toughness, and he has nothing. He's so got yeah, that shape change, though. That's true, but he's not going to get damaged. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Is he damaged so, by an attack, or is it just damaged? Okay, it's just damaged. So if they attack somebody with mystics, they could at least get plus one to attacking damage. Or be poisoned. Why does or it, if they're poisoned. Why doesn't Loki have a reducer? He's an Asgardian. Or he's technically like a... a he's half. Yeah, he's like... Or whatever. He should have some kind of reducers. He got annihilated by the Hulk in the <laughs> Avengers movie. Picked him up by the leg and beat him into the ground. He, yeah, I think you, you, you ever actually see signs? him wear armor though? Like ever? I, no, I guess not. No. Right. It was this really weird, silky green. Like his skin is the armor. Whatever those are. His skin. <laughs> he's that. He's that durable. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> let's let's move on. Um, in the media side of news, the Punisher TV show has actually been pushed back. The Netflix original series has been pushed back. Um, it is not yet determined when its release date is going to be. I do not have a solid answer as to why it is. I heard some rumors online as to why it was, but they're not worth going through. They're just rumors. So I'm pretty sad about that. I was really looking for an early November Netflix Punisher um, I'm still gonna say November 10th. I don't, I don't care what anybody says online. That's I'm going for that. What do you think it's gonna I'll be, be? Stubborn. I'll be stubborn about it. You think they're they're uh, saying that they're gonna push it back to throw people off? I personally think they're screwing with us. If you ask me. Yes. <laughs> they're screwing with us. <laughs> Netflix surprise! We dropped it when we said we wouldn't. Well, I also heard the rumor that they're just gonna up their prices again. So they're probably waiting until they do the price hike. Mmm. And see who stays on to watch it. That's true, but I think the price hike is only like a, a dollar or two or something. Still, that's still another still. dollar. Some people might get stingy about it and let me not tell you stay something. on. They just took Braveheart off Netflix. I'm already regretting paying for the service. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Netflix still has uh, Breaking Bad on it though, so you should definitely watch that if you haven't. Oh, sure. I've seen all of it. It's great. It's so good. Um, okay, so The Inhumans is out. It's in full swing. The first episode that was aired is actually episode one and two, back-to-back. Uh, -back. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. And then the third episode came out. It's about 40 minutes. Uh, I know Calder and I have seen it. I don't think Erx has. So what do, what do you think about it, Calder? I Honestly, I thought it was really good. I was surprised because I had no standards. And I was like, I'm just going to be disappointed. But, like, no, it was actually – Pretty good, and I'm not even an Inhuman fan by any means. But the guy playing back Black Bolts, he killed it. Chick playing Crystal, I wouldn't call her an actress, but she is there. Uh, and then <laughs> Karnak and Gorgon were really good. Like I really enjoyed Karnak, Gorgon, uh, Medusa was also really good. Maximus, he could use some work, but everybody else, I, I'm I'm actually really loving this show so far. So online, I basically saw nothing but people crapping on this TV show. And I'm the exact same way. I went into this thinking, man, this is going to be so bad, but such, I'm such a big Marvel fan, I'll give it a try. Uh, Jaylene and I sat down and watched it. She's not even a huge Marvel fan, but she's like, I really like this show. I was like, this is pretty good. 
the acting is a bit spotty in sections. Um, I think that's what Calder was alluding to, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, the CGI is okay. Here's the and here's the thing. This is my critique of the critiques of this show. You had a bunch of people online that were talking about, well, you can obviously tell when it switches from being shot in IMAX to not being shot in IMAX. I did hear about that. Um, and... I don't think it, it's not night and day. It's not like people are – these are like freaking film snobs that are uh, – <laughs> they're overanalyzing this stuff. It's not that bad. Like it's, it's fine. Calm down. Well, I did hear it is still getting aired. All of the season they did, but will they continue? Mm. I'll tell you this right now. The fight scenes are better than Iron Fist. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Fight oh, well, that's just a sting. Ow. <laughs> God, that show, man. I think the budget ran out after Luke Cage. <laughs> that's honestly what happened. Um, okay, there was a new Justice League trailer that got aired. Did you guys see that? I did not. Yeah. Um, here's what Jaylene had to say. God, I don't like Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh. uh, she's like, do you? I was like, no. No, not poor, at all. Or Batfleck. Yeah. Um, poor guy. What would you have good to say about it, Calder? Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Some of the, like, I'm, I'm like, is there actual humor? Like, in a DC movie, I, I was shocked and awed. So I'm sort of excited for that. And um, it's great to see that Ben Affleck not only plays Daredevil, he played Christopher Reeve Superman once. He plays this, but now he's going to be Night Owl, so that's really cool, you know. So I'm I'm, I'm all for it. It's the stupid no, it's the stupid goggles. Just making a joke. <laughs> Wait, go back to the wow. Night Owl thing. Who's playing Night yeah, Owl? Yeah, no, he's no, he's making no. fun of the goggles. Oh, you're the goggles he wears for the bat, <laughs> like mobile or whatever. I thought they were. I was like, are they really redoing Watchmen? And I. They are, but I mean, he's not going to be Night Owl. Uh, I hope, I, you know, I hope he's not. But it'd be really funny if he was. <laughs> okay, um, moving on. This is the uh, one thing that I was super pumped about. Uh, I, I went ahead and made sure that I sent the trailer to Erk so he could watch this. Uh, Pacific Rim, the second Pacific Rim trailer dropped, and oh my god, it looks stupid awesome. <laughs> it's going to be one of those popcorn flicks you just want to just enjoy the whole time because you know you're going to. It, it's amazing. Like, what what more could you want? They're gigantic <laughs> robots fighting gigantic monsters. There were a couple of little scenes in there where there's robots fighting robots for some reason. I have no idea. What Jaeger that on Jaeger action. Like, <laughs> I, I just I want to go see this. I want to actually. For it's very rare that I want to go to the movie theater, but I will be in the theater for this movie. Uh, looks so stupid, but great at the same time. It's gonna be amazing. Good stuff. All right. Um, that's as far as I've got on news. Do either of you have anything you want to talk about that's recently come out? No, not really. No. Okay, cool. Let's go and play some Bad Samaritan. If this is the first time you've ever turned, tuned in to Dial H4 Hero Clicks, Bad Samaritan is a game where I pick three modern figures. Uh, Calder has a random number generator, 1 through 20. He's going to give me a number. I have a list of clues. I'm going to give them one clue. They have uh, a chance to guess what it is based off of that clue. We're going to do that for three rounds in a row. And if at the end of three rounds they have not guessed the figure correctly, I win. If they guess it correctly, they win. So, that being said, Calder, do you have a number for me? 
I do have a number, and the number is 13. 13 is going to be opening movement power. Opening movement power for this character is plasticity. Plasticity. Hmm. Dial H encourages the listeners to go ahead and play with us if you would like. Pause the podcast after you hear what the clue is. Um, get your own guess. Press play. See if you're right. See if you won. Hmm. Yeah, that's not much to go off of. No. How many How many people really start with plasticity? Honestly? Printed plasticity, um, man. Like, I don't even think Plastic Man has printed plasticity on his top click. <laughs> do not think he does either, honestly. <laughs> Plastic Man. He should, <laughs> but probably doesn't. It's a special or a trait. You know it is. It, yeah, it definitely is. Hmm. <sighs> I want. I want to name. Oh, okay. Okay, I got one. Ready? Okay. Ready? Yep. 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 King Cobra. No way! <laughs> you got it. Did I really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh serious. my gosh. You know what? I. I. Uh, did we? Did we cover this already? Or was we this did? Like... I covered that figure. I can't believe I. Wow. I knew that. There was some connection that I was making with this figure, and I was like, I feel like maybe we've picked this before, and I was going to try to uh, get somebody thrown off base so I could get, like, an easy win. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, that was, that was my story. I know is, like, is all the Serpent Society, a lot of them have it in some way. And I knew it wasn't the ones from Deadpool because theirs are all special where they heal when they break away, I think, or something like that. So I was like... The new yeah. one has it. I think I'll try him. That is, um, I believe, the second time in the history of uh, Bad Samaritan that people have guessed on. And both of those people are on this podcast right now, Calder and you. <laughs> Internet high five. High yeah. Five. <laughs> okay, let's go on to the second character. Calder, give me a number. All right. One. That is going to be team ability. And, oh, man, Titans? Team, team Titans. Go. That makes it really easy. It's only one set. I was really hoping that that would be. It could be two sets, I guess, but. Um, I'm going to guess Raven. That is, that's two in a row, man. You're on, you're on <laughs> fire. I, yes. That is insane. So he's beating you, Calder. I'm just saying. You yeah, weren't impressing me. I don't have to do anything this round. I, oh, <laughs> don't. Don't I'm, I'm preface this, guys. I've listened to the show for a real long time, and I almost played every game of Bad Samaritan in my head with the show, and I've guessed quite a few of these. So, <laughs> Well done. I mean, Not saying I'm an expert, but I'm pretty good. I, I'm not giving the listener much to go off of, but, I mean, at least it should, hell, should it be entertaining. This is insane. <laughs> Um, okay, let's move on to the third and final figure. <laughs> All right. Clickety-clack. It's oh, number you're 12. first again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what was the number? 12. 12. Any special combat symbols? None. Good. Maybe I'll oh, okay. be able to get one. <laughs> All right, just because of show, uh, Batman. Uh, <laughs> it is not Batman, but thank you. He always Keeping has the joke Batman. alive. Keeping the joke alive. All right. Alright. See, now I've got to, like, do a one in a million, no special combat symbols, and then make, like, a pro guess. Do it, Calder. It's gonna be... Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, we got this. Ugh. Get a stretch. 
All right. <laughs> Stretch. <laughs> what are you stretching? I, I don't know, like... I don't know, like tricep stretch. I don't know, dude. A brain floss. What do you? <laughs> All right, what's your guess? Guy doesn't know how to stretch. I don't. I don't know how to help this guy. I'm gonna guess to keep it with the snakes, except cool. different different snakes. I'm gonna go with the Cobra fanatic. It is not the Cobra fanatic. That is a oh, man, that is the first time I got to say that tonight. Uh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> give me a number. Six. Number six is named keyword, TMNT ally. Hmm. All right. Is it Casey Jones? It's not Casey Jones. Okay. I was going to say that since he's the only like character I even <laughs> buy from TMNT. So I'll guess TMNT ally. That really does cut it down, though. Mm-hmm. Does it? This is this is me trying to screw with you. You know that all, I don't... Of, the, all of the turtles have TMNT ally. Oh jeez. Yeah, he's, he's not wrong. They actually do. <laughs> they, oh. But remember, if you if you say one of the turtles' names, yep. it doesn't matter what set it's from. I guess. So. That's correct. That is the rule. Why did you excuse me like that? Now I'm thinking like, okay, yeah, there's four different turtles. That's gonna throw us off though. Because now I'm psychological thinking... warfare. I'm gonna get shut there's... down by Professor Erks over here. There's four turtles and we have three more guesses, and I shouldn't even be thinking about turtles. I'm just thinking no. about other characters, but now you're just ah, I hate you, Irma. Is it Irma? Irma. The... Yeah, doesn't she have it? Oh, she, she does like, have it. No, you're right. She does have it. It is not Irma, Irma but she. Does okay. Have it. That was my second guess, Calder. <laughs> All right. All right. Generating one more time. 17. 17 is a free play. Oh, thank oh you. we don't want set, though, do we? No, we I don't set. think we really do. There's so, yeah. Uh, you want to... We could go... We could go traits, if they have a trait. That's I feel like. Thing. I think a special power might be better. Okay. A special power. Is that your guess? What if they don't have one? Crap, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't play any Turtles, man. I don't know how to do this. Ah. I know Turtles pretty well, but... Shoot. Um... What are the free plays? Anything we want, right? Anything we could ever do? Yeah, it's, it's anything. So it's like opening speed attack damage, or we could just say any special power, which would actually uh, yeah, help. We could also do rarity, generic keyword, improved movement or targeting. You know what? I think I want rarity. You gonna? You really want rarity? Are you sh- now? Are you sure? Because that that is a guaranteed thing. I I got you there, but I won't be helpful at all. Uh, <laughs> I I reviewed all three turtle sets, so I'm pretty sure I can pick maybe really close if I get the rarity. Okay, we're going with rarity, locking it in because I believe in Eric's here. Okay, all right. The rarity is an uncommon. Ah, something. all right. So there's a couple good ones. Um, okay, let me let me help you out here, Calder. Uh, Air Wave One, the big guy, alligator guy. That's one of them. Gotcha. Um, what's his name though? Le- 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 leather Leatherback. Is it like Leatherhead? Leatherhead. Is that it? No. Leatherhead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. It's him. Spike. Something generic like Spike or something. No, it's not Spike. There is. Let's see. TMNT ally. Uh. Splinter has an uncommon one. 
Um, April O'Neil has like, an uncommon. I feel like he wouldn't choose Splinter or April. You know, like a big no. person. Or maybe he would. I don't... <laughs> well, it I could be obscure. Um, I'll tell you this. There are a lot of TMNT ally characters. Cause I there just, are. Yeah, like... There are. Um, oh, what's the little robot thing that Donatello makes? Oh, it's a fugitoid, right? No. No, that's not... You mean the other one? The other little robot yes. that's... Donatello's. I know what you're talking about. The uh, the one he controls or whatever, yeah. like the robo-turtle. Yeah, I have no idea what that thing's called. What is that called? <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed if it's that. I can't remember the name Watch of it now. I can't remember the name. Ah! Um... Well, is there any uncommons? Um, I don't think any of the Nutanimals have it. Uh, uh, shoot. That would be an incorrect thing to say. Some oh, that the, there is some. Some of the Mutanimals oh, also have the TMNT ally. He's giving us and, hints here that. And and I'm over here like, I don't know what a Mutanimal is, so. Awesome. <laughs> Man, you need to. Do you have Hulu? No. Oh, okay, get rid of Netflix and get Hulu and then watch all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're fantastic. Ugh. Got more shows to watch now. Look at this. This guy's killing me. All right. Hulu. I can win Bad Samaritan, I'll get Hulu. But no, probably not going to happen. Let's see. Shellhead? I think Shellhead's right because I'm just going to agree with you. Is that is that what the robot's called? Shellhead? No. I'm 90% right. sure. Ah. Did he make it in an old show, too? Because I watched, like, the 2003 show. I think I used to have that action figure. The one that could use all their weapons. Uh, maybe. We're going. I'm... Shellhead sounds right, right? Like, that's like a pun. Maybe. I mean, there itself. are definitely some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans out there that are like, I'm, I'm not going to listen to this podcast they're, anymore. They're, they're screaming gonna, at if, me. If they don't yeah, know I anything know. about the, the turtles, I mean... <laughs> I've seen the uh, movies, like the '80s ones and stuff. Not that, like, I've seen the new ones and the '80s ones. So that yeah. shouldn't be good enough for some I, people. I watched the '90s cartoons, but that's when I was a kid. I haven't watched them, like, rewatched them since recently. <laughs> Probably should though. Uh, I'm I'm gonna pick Leatherback. Um, I'll, I'm gonna I'll accept Leatherback. His real name's Leatherhead. But I see. I said Leatherhead though. Okay, Leatherhead. Okay. Right. I will one. accept that as like I knew who you were were trying to guess. But no, okay. Leatherhead is not Leatherhead's this character. Not one. All right. It's All up right, to you, Calder. It's, it's down to don't, you. Don't you, don't put that pressure on one, me. You have one <laughs> guess left, Calder. We have, I mean we could just give Chris one, but <laughs> <laughs> I need it. <laughs> but he's I, I, always gotten that one, and I don't want him to have it so bad. No, don't do oh. this to me. <laughs> Like, I, I really think it's that little robot of Donatello's, but I, I, can't, remember, I can't remember the exact name of it. Calder, if you want to guess that, like, I know who he's talking about. I know we all know, like, even what the little sculpt yep. looks like. If you want to guess that character, I will accept it without it being the name. But <laughs> you got to let me know if that's your well, guess. Well, watch it not be that guy. Or maybe it is. It's, I hate, hate you, Chris. All right, we are going. And I am 100% for sure on this. Because confidence is key with Shellhead. Um, it is not Metalhead. <laughs> ah, Metalhead. <laughs> All right, Metalhead. Screw you, Chris. Though. Okay. Um, we have number zero one two from the TMNT three set. Oh. Splinter. 
I knew Splinter! it! Splinter! <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so you know, Metal Head actually does have Indom. So, that oh, okay. Ousted. Of course right. he does. Of course yeah, he does. Of course. Oh, man, I'm glad that you failed that one, Calder. Thank you for that. I your, hate you. Your hate tears you, Chris. taste so sweet and salty. <laughs> they should be salty because I'm salty right now. I even said Splinter first. Isn't that funny how I said that? That's... He, and Chris didn't even choke. I was waiting to hear something out of him, but nope. <laughs> oh, uh, the poker face in this guy. I, I'm pretty, learning. pretty good. Okay. All right. Well, that was that was a really fun Here. fun game of casual comparison. Or I, that's not what I meant. <laughs> that's what we're gonna do now. Uh, that was a fun game of Bad Samaritan. So on to casual comparisons. We always let our guest pick uh, casual comparison, and this week Professor Ergs has chosen Spider-Man. Casual Comparisons is a segment where we take three same universe iterations of a character, pick out three different versions, uh, hero clicks wise of that character, compare them and see what we think is the definitive version of that character, thus creating the official Dial H blank. So, uh, Professor Erks, would you like to tell us the Spider-Man you chose and then run through the dial? Sell this thing to me. All right. So, we chose Spider-Man. We tried. We decided 616 Spider-Man Peter Parker. Right, guys? Yep. Yeah. We're going with. All right. So I have always been a diehard fan for the symbiote Spider-Man where he has the black suit. I just thought it was always way cool, a little more dark side. You know, it's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So this guy, he's 120 points, a little high end these days, but the stuff you get is really amazing. So Spider-Man LITA, that's staple standard. Five range, two bolts, usually a little bit higher than usual Spider-Man's only four. So that's good. Uh, standard symbols does have indom, so willpower is great off the top. First dial, charge, 11 attack, 19 printed defense with 3 damage shape change. The defense power he has for the first 3 clicks is called Symbiote Enhanced Spider Sense. Spider-Man can use Super Senses, modify Spider-Man's defense value by plus 1 against ranged combat attacks. So if you're shooting this guy and he's in hindering terrain, which by the way, he ignores elevated hindering and character bases for movement so he's just wherever he wants to be you're shooting it at 21 from range of this guy and shape change and shape change <laughs> so that's okay that's really good and and super senses even with new precision strike these days he still gets a hit of six so not too bad on his last three clicks He's rocking Charge and Flurry. This is where he's like really aggressive and angry at you with some super strength to attack, but he does have some close combat expert to help fill the gaps and get those higher numbers where you need them, which also does knockback now, so he can push you away from him and hopefully heal. So he's got two traits. The first one's kind of a downside, but it's very, very comic accurate to the character called Sonic Sensitivity. Spider-Man can use toughness when he is hit by an attack using Energy Explosion or Penetrating Psychic Blast after action resolve place an action token on him if he has less than two action tokens so it's not too bad it's just kind of pushing him but he's got the willpower to say no pushing damage hooray for me unless they of course they outwit his willpower which they could do but honestly i'd get rid of these uh, shape change for super senses so he also has webbing as a trait when spider-man hits with a ranged combat attack and actions resolve roll a d6 on a result of four to six the hit characters can't move, 
be placed or make ranged combat attacks until your next turn. This is as strong, if not stronger, than the current web markers, the ones in the Superior Foes of Spider-Man had. So they kind of like made him backwards compatible without the web marker. So, overall, this is my favorite one. Plus, he has one click of regeneration on the end of his dial, which I think all Spider-Man should have, because he does have a, you know, like most superheroes, some version of healing on them. So... Okay, so as far as um, a Spider-Man goes, uh, 616, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, there's like a couple of you-have-to-haves because they make the character. So they should always ignore elevated terrain, right? Because he's fine, mm-hmm. you know, you get yeah. that. Um, I do agree with you wholeheartedly that he should have uh, regen. Spider-Man does have a healing factor. It's just most people don't think about it because I know I used to not think about it very much because – when I think of healing factor, I think of Deadpool or Wolverine, that level right. of healing factor. But it's it's not that strong, but it's it's up there. Right. And then uh, you got your spider sense, right? That's what makes him. And then some ability to, like, web people down. Right. Those are all, like, staple characteristics of what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. All right? We can all agree with that? Yep. Okay. So those are like the things, the, the comic accuracy of what we're aiming for when we pick characters in casual comparisons. So, um, Calder, do you have anything to say about this character? Uh, yeah, man, Spider-Man 3, what a great movie. Love the symbiote. <laughs> I mean, let's not talk about that one, but the comic one and the old animated <laughs> series one, those ones are pretty BA. Um, my True. favorite Spider-Man is Dancing Spider-Man. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> uh, no. So slick, so cool. You guys are hurting me internally. Stop it. Uh, okay. Uh, Calder, which character, which hero clicks figure did you choose? I chose the uh, Super Rare 049 from Superior Foes of Spider-Man or Handstand Spidey. Okay. It's my pinnacle Spider-Man. Clocking in a little bit less than the last one, so there's only 100 points. Same old Spider-Man team ability. He does have four range, so you're right. He is less range than the other guy. A single bolt. No special combat symbols. Uh, he does have ignores elevated and ignores hindering terrain on his movements. Uh, two traits, the trusty spider sense. He can use super senses, can evade attacks made by characters using precision strike. Doesn't really help too much now. Uh, and when a hit kit, and when hit with a ranged attack, increase the result by one. So that's sort of helpful. So, you know, four through six on the roll, they don't have precision strike and whatnot. And then he has the whole spider's web thing, which is the web marker. We all know how that works, just because I don't want to go through it. I'm lazy. Yeah. And then there, for his top three clicks, he has a special movement power, which is the unmatched mobility. Spider-Man can use hypersonic speed, but only make close attacks. And with that, he has super strength on those three clicks, starting with an 11, and then ending at a 10 for those three. He's got an 18 defense with willpower for his top two. And then he has two clicks perplex on his defense. He has two clicks of willpower, like I said, top dial, and then two clicks of combat reflexes, and then ends on two clicks of willpower. And for damage, he has two clicks perplex, two clicks close combat expert, and then two clicks outwit. And I kind of like that in a Spider-Man. He sort of gets smart and he figures out his enemy as he's fighting him. And he's sort of like, ah, I got you here. And then continuing with that, he has sidestep, uh, getting rid of his old cool movement power with a new attack power, dropping super strength on his last three clicks, which is last-ditch effort. Spider-Man keeps precision strike and give Spider-Man a free action and make a close combat attack. Absolutely love this. I feel like when Spider-Man starts to take a few hits, he kind of like assesses the situation. Normally, he's just really fast and witty, and he's just like whipping in. You know, he's got perplex and hypersonic top dial, which is really cool for that. But later, he's like, "All right, we got to really push and finish off this battle." 
So I absolutely love it. He's just like, oh, free close combat attack. And then, you know, of course, you get sidestep back and then ooh, precision strike, you know, flip to it, whatever. Uh, I really like this Spider-Man. A lot of people say he's kind of their favorite Spider-Man. I don't own him. I've played against him a lot. And he certainly plays like how I think a Spider-Man should play. So I'm interested to see what you guys think about him. So a couple of things. Uh, I like that he is in the classic red and blue. Right? So... Yeah. Like that I'm used to seeing Spider Man like that as most people I assume are, so I like that about him. What I don't understand how I, I, I don't know how I feel about this. Tell me how you guys feel. Spider Man with hypersonic speed. It's it's actually makes sense the way he like flies through the city. It's totally fine. It's a short range hypersonic too. So he's like he's kinda in, punch you, get out kind of a movement. Not like a flash was like 14 speed running through the city all the way up into your face cavity. So, Because he never really runs up and then just punches somebody and stays there. Spider-Man's mm. a guy, when I think, he never stops moving. That's why I like that he is at least sidestep, late dial. You know, I don't really think he's a running shot, run to a spot, shoot, and then stay. You know, I think he's always a guy who's constantly moving, doing like acrobatics, or like whatever, flipping around. I think hypersonic, although you don't usually imagine a Spider-Man with it. I think it's actually pretty flavorful for him. Right. And he's wearing no armor, so being close to somebody isn't his ideal place to be. Exactly. Okay. Which is which is why no toughness. If I didn't say so, the black suit one did have toughness on his trait. I might have just glazed over it real fast, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Toughness on his trait, yeah. Okay. Um, let's go on to the one that I chose to cover. I chose this one because there are so many Spider-Man hero clips out there. It was kind of hard to, to decide which one I wanted to throw onto this list. But the one that I chose is the one that I most recently played, which is uh, number 13 from the Civil War set. So not the armored Spider-Man, the regular red and blue suit Spider-Man. Um, coming in at 80 points, so the cheapest of all of tonight, uh, we have four range, the Spider-Man team ability. We, as far as keywords go, we have anti-registration, Avengers, Celebrity, Spider-Man, Family, which is, to me, like, I don't really play, I don't play Spider-Man Family. Uh, I don't pretty much, almost exclusively, half the time play Avengers. So, I, that's why I used him, because he was on one of my Avengers teams. But, he's got a better selection, I think, of keywords. The um, one from the one that Calder just covered does have the scientist keyword, and this one does not. So, whatever. Uh, we do have improved movement, ignores elevator terrain, ignores hindering terrain. We have one trait. It says annoying anach uh, arachnid. Spider-Man can use super senses. If he hit with a close combat attack this turn, he can use sidestep this turn and automatically breaks away when doing so. And that is really fantastic based off of how they made the rest of the dial work, and I'll get into that. Uh, he has one special power called Amazing Spectacular Sensational. It's his special movement power, which says Spider-Man can use Charge Flurry. So he's, he doesn't have any attack or damage power on top click, but he does have energy shield deflection. So you charge in for five. You have Flurry, so you have two chances to hit with your 11 attack. You hit, and then with that annoying arachnid trait, you bounce him back one square, and he has 17 defense with ESD. So if they do try to shoot you, you automatically have 19 defense, which I think was really good. Uh, he has six clicks long. It goes two clicks of ESD, two clicks of combat reflexes, two clicks of willpower. Uh, charge the whole dial. 
Um, but that special charge flurry are on both the top two and the last two. And then there's two clicks of random perplex in the middle of the dial. The one thing I don't like about this character is that he doesn't have um, super strength top dial because, like, he always has super strength to me. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know why he doesn't. And then at the same time, he does not have willpower on top dial. Uh, he does have it on the last two clicks of his dial, but down there you have nine attack and two damage. So I like Spider-Man as a character. I think 80 points is actually a very good point value to pay for a Spider-Man. But if you really like Spider-Man as a character and you want to invest more into him, I can definitely see where you would want to invest into either of the ones that you guys chose to cover. So um, that's my bit on this character. What do you guys think about him? So I'll, I'll go ahead and chime in real quick. So Spider-Man Family lately, uh, before the Superior Foe set, was pretty awful as a keyword to build with. Now that we have the Superior Foe set, you have like Spider-Gwen, Scarlet Spider, Spider-Girl, all the chases that are spiders as well. The problem with the team is they all have wild card and nothing to pick. And now that the ATA is gone to where they could like for three points pick your opponent's TAs, it really, really devalues them, and that hurts because I, you know, I same bus. I hate building all wild cards in the copy, but um, there is some options. I think there is a black cat back in Golden Age who has defenders, so you can have them all shared defense. But then you run a black cat in your team. <laughs> That's okay. And then this one for me personally, I am a big ID card aficionado. I love all the ID cards as far as clicks goes. This is one of my go-to picks. Because the green arrow chase on his non-shooty turns can drop him in for a charge for your love attack. That if he hits at least one attack, can sidestep out of that five square radius from his from his five card whatever five step square and poof away so he can't be hit or retaliated against. That is exactly, by the way, how I used this character. Not against a green arrow, but as an ID call in. He's a great ID call in. Yeah. So, 80 points is great for ID cards. Calder, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I, I really do like the Annoying Arachnid trait. It is pretty darn, pretty dang awesome. And I can sort of see why he would have willpower, like, down dial. Like, maybe Spider-Man just sort of not taking things seriously at first, but then, like, really starts pushing himself for the end of the fight. I, I do think it's actually a really good Spider-Man, especially, like you've said a lot of times before, if it's not your favorite character and you're trying to, like, run an accurate team and you want to include that character, this is a cheap way to put that person on your team and still be a really solid secondary attacker. Right. Okay, let's get on to the voting aspect of casual comparisons. Um, and then after you tell us what which one you chose, tell us why you chose it. So, uh, Professor Erks, which one are you going to pick? You know, it's a really hard toss-up. I like all three of these. Equally, I've played all of them immensely because I'm just that into Spider-Man whenever I can put them on a team. But the one I have probably played the most is the Hand-Sand Spider-Man. I've played the most, but I'm still going to pick my Black Suit because he has the best values and value for his points. Okay. Uh, Calder, what about you? Um. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I'm actually probably going to go uh, with your pick, Chris. Because I, I normally think Spider-Man is more of a lower point dude. Like, even though he's pretty powerful in his own right, I like to think of him as, like, when he does, like, show up for, like, big battles or whatever in comics, he doesn't do a ton, like, except, like, outside his own, like, series, you know? 
So I, I definitely like this Civil War Spider-Man, although I do really have to give kudos to the black suit, because as the black suit, he's just wicked, angry, beefy, pissed off the world. So, but yeah, I, I am going to go with Chris's pick. Okay. So this is the very first time that this has ever happened in casual comparisons, and I think we're on like the 14th or so installment of this segment. There is no official answer because I'm going to pick the handstand Spider-Man. Dial H does not have an official Spider-Man. Here's why I chose this Spider-Man. First of all, I do think that Spider-Man, one of those aspects, and I forgot to mention this earlier, I don't know why I didn't, but one of those key characteristics of what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man is he never gives up. He's one of those characters that is the epitome of willpower. Like, you would never get, you should never make a green lantern figure without willpower. Uh-huh. You should never make a Spider-Man without willpower, in my opinion. And so that was the, the main reason why I went against the Civil War one. Even though I really like this, and because it has the Avengers keyword, it's going to hike it up a little bit for me. So it's my go-to. But the 100-point one, saving that 20 points from the black suit Spider-Man, the one that you chose... And Spider-Man, I, I like the black suit on Spider-Man, and he's had it multiple times in the comic run over the years, but I've never just identified with that version of his costume. Like, I like it, and I think it's cool, and there are a <laughs> lot of people out there that love symbiotes. I'm just not one of them. Hey, so, no, it, no hurt over here. It's totally good. Symbiote life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the one you chose, I do believe that, yes, it is a fantastic piece. And if you really like Spider-Man, then definitely use this Spider-Man. It's really good. And that's why – And but it's it's just a little bit too expensive for me for what I think the character is. But with all of the things that the handstand Spider-Man actually gives you, I think that this pretty much nails exactly what Spider-Man is. I've never gotten my hands on this figure. I've never gotten to play it, but I always wanted to. Uh, so I'm going to give my guess to – or my vote to this Spider-Man. So I, last thing I'll say about it, I think that there are just too many Spider-Man figures to, <laughs> to have a yep. like an official one for Dial H maybe. I, we probably, they could probably could have gone that way with the, the Superman that we covered, but I don't know. What do you guys think? There's a Spider-Man in all of us. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Hitting home with that. Okay. <laughs> That's you know, they Marvel has said it that Spider Man literally is one of the superheroes that almost everyone can identify with in some way or the other. And so we all see him in a different way. And so we all gravitate toward the one we feel is our Spider Man. So Yeah. You know. That's true. And also I just want to throw this out there, just fun fact. I read an article a few years ago about how they were doing a poll across the world in different countries. And they, sh- they were showing children, young children, pictures of famous people, famous characters in this case, and then in, in this particular uh, poll, famous religious figures. And the end of this poll was that there are more children in the world that can identify who Spider-Man is than Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy cow. So, like... <laughs> He's he's everywhere and he's so many different things to so many different people, so I'm I'm okay. If there were any character that we've covered so far, probably ever will cover in casual comparisons that we just don't have an answer for you guys out there as Dial H's favorite one, 
I'm okay with it being Spider-Man. Yep. Ditto. I absolutely agree. Or should I say Ditko? No, Ditko. that was bad. <laughs> That's why you're on the show, Calder. It's the, it's the wit. <laughs> to make crappy puns every once in a while. All right. Um, okay, moving on. Just to hit real close right after the segments we usually talk about. Our monetization. We got YouTube channel, so I always throw up our video, or a video of the podcast up onto YouTube. If you want to go watch that, let it play in the background as you're surfing on HC Realms or whatever. That's cool with us. We're also an Amazon affiliate, so if we post a link to Amazon on either twi- uh, Twitter or Facebook and you guys click on that and you buy whatever you want to in your cart, it does not have to be what we put the link to. Fill your cart with whatever, click purchase. We're actually going to get a commission back on that because we are an Amazon affiliate. So help support our show. We really appreciate that. It helps the podcast going. Uh, let's get into community. And, man, you guys really, like, brought home the answers this week uh, on the community question that I posted on Twitter and Calder posted on Facebook. The question was, what theme for chases would you like to see in a future set? Um, do either one of you guys have an have an answer that you just want to throw out there? Uh, so, definitely, but I'll let Oaks go first. So I was looking at this question, guys. I don't think I have an answer on your post. I don't know. But I, I had a really hard time picking one. Um, if I had to see a chase set theme... Oh, they've done everything I wanted. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, there's, like I was, so I, was I, I wanted Red Sun really bad. They covered that. I really wanted World's Finest. Uh, the Casey's uh, did that. I wanted the Spider Verse stuff, which they did, and they did mm, Turtles. Did they cover the Turtles I wanted? Mm. Um, the one of the Turtles. Let's see. Let's see. They did the white and black superhero versions. Version. The superhero white versions. And black. And that's they it. Were shredders. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh Come back to me. I'm going to do some research. You guys go ahead and talk okay, about it. Okay. Look some uh, up. What do you got, Calder? Um, for me, I sort of have like three of them I'm mm-hmm. thinking about. So 1602 and Earth-X, only because I'm a huge Captain America guy, and they're the only figures they've made from 1602 and Earth-X. So I can't complain personally, but I know everybody else that likes Earth-X or 1602 is probably really super angry that the only versions they have from that universe are Captain America. So they probably want to see their weird X-Men from 1602 and Spider-Man and Nick Fury from 1602. Like, they want to see Hulk in a diaper and fat Spider-Man from Earth-X, you know, and, like, Lady Thor. That's, like, actually Thor is a woman. So I totally want to see Earth-X and 1602 made as, like, chase sets eventually, just so that way everybody else can, like, run a full team instead of just being, like, we got a bald Captain America and we got Indian Captain, Native American Captain America, excuse me. But what I really want to see, because I'm a huge Marvel Zombies guy, they did zombie chases. I want them to see uh, to do the survivors because there are some really cool ways that some of the characters who are in Marvel Zombies like take their powers in order to fight zombies. So if they're non-zombie versions, so maybe they could use those. But like War Machine, uh, before he even becomes War Machine, he's still like Iron Man at the time. So James Rhodes, he upgrades his body. Like every time he gets bit, he just chops it off and replaces it with Stark Tech. And he's a really awesome Iron Man toward the end of, like, a Marvel Zombies arc. Same with, obviously, they're never going to do Ash, but it'd be so dope if they did Ash and Marvel Zombies. But, like, Magneto with, like, Captain America's shield and a real... I mean, we do have him as a zombie. He never was a zombie, so I'd like more of a survivor version of him. 
Uh, same thing, I really like a Sandman who can just stop people from healing and does crazy penetrating and crazy poison damage since he was like the he had the zombie virus mixed in with his sand particles. So really to maybe bring in the Marvel Zombies full swing. So I know it's been years and years since we even had to think about it, but I would love for them to do like a set of specifically human survivors like from that run. I maybe really maybe not. Idea. Uh, that is yeah, a good one. That's good. Uh, I did think will, of one. You will see that as we go through the answers, you were definitely not alone on the Earth X. Uh, oh, so, sweet. Well, so we'll get into that. But you go go ahead, Erx. All right. So this is mostly for my buddy George at my local venue. He made me think about this. I want an actual apocalypse from X-Men and four horsemen. So five chases. Oh, that would be good. That could be the ones that, like a smaller that'd be really good. Set or something. The, the ones I specifically want to see are Death Gambit. I want to see Sunfire Famine. I want to see a uh, Polaris Pestilence. And, I mean, another War Hulk, because Hulk. Oh, man, I thought you were going to keep with the trend and go with, like, the uh, Sentry. I don't, was Sentry a death one? I don't remember which horseman he was, and I can't even remember which run that was in. It was like the... Uh, let's see, the Uncanny Avengers run, maybe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was he was one of them. I just the ones I found on Google, because looking up horsemen, they have the ones for war on this article is Hulk, Deathbird, Gazer, and Decimus Furious. Who I I don't know who those are last. No two idea. Okay, uh, if I had to choose, I am a huge Galactus fan. So I would love, and I don't think that they're going to do this anytime soon, because if you actually looked at the retired keywords in the past rules section, Herald is gone. So they're not going to make more Heralds and not not give them the Herald keyword. But I would love to see some more old school Heralds. Um, I'd love to see a new Terax. I I like Terax. I would also like to see, um, uh, let's see, Fire Lord made again man i really like fire lord i just I, remake fire lord make it more op than the last one we'll make it more op than the very first veteran fire lord that made me <laughs> fall in love with fire lord uh, <laughs> of course you have to make a silver surfer because silver surfer uh, i would also like to see it a lot of people don't know this but the destroyer armor was actually at one point a herald of galactus he was given to he was traded to galactus for another one of his heralds because he was like in servitude and the destroyer armor isn't sentient so he's like a thor was like i'll trade you the 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 armor and galactus accepted uh, wow so what there is actually only one i think only one uh destroyer armor but it does have the herald keyword the one with the herald keyword and it's actually believe it or not from the avengers set let me make sure that that's true but I'm pretty sure. Destroyer. Yep, Harold. He's got the keyword. According to this, he's still $10, but he's like the only one that you can get with the Harold keyword that I used for, for my Heralds. So uh, that's what I would choose. Let's get back to the Twitter answers, though, because we got a lot of good ones. Um, right off the bat, Nick Pitt said Earth Universe Paradise X. So, And there are lots of characters to use from that storyline. Okay, nice. On Facebook, uh, good old Mr. Clicks Felix said Marvel Animals. So. Okay. Neat. 
Um, Seth Aaron said he actually, and multiple people did this, they broke it down into like DC Marvel Indie. So Batman uh-huh. animated series, that's awesome. Awesome. Um, the Marvel side would be Venomverse. He's, he's like, I know we just Ooh. had some symbiote chases, but I need more. And then from the indie side, um, Mortal Kombat, which I would, I absolutely 100% hands down think that they should make a Mortal Kombat set. I, I they love just need Mortal to make Kombat. an injustice set with Mortal Kombat chases. That would be cool, man. I love Raiden. Raiden's awesome. Okay, that would uh, be pretty sweet. Patrick Harity said, not really what you asked, but I would love a Transformers set, equipped characters, sideline swaps, like a Transform mechanic. Um, obviously, like, a nostalgia answer. Yeah. Uh, on the Facebook, Eric, you did answer on the Facebook. You said Amalgams, and I totally agree with you. Amalgams, they probably never happened, but I do like that Ah, answer. that's right. I did remember that. Okay. Good. I didn't answer you guys. Uh, James Martin said, the rest of the squadron, uh, yes, please, or Venomverse. Let me not lie, they should probably do the Illuminati just because. That would be interesting if they did the Illuminati. Let's chase this. Give them all their, like, Infinity Stone or something. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you have more on Facebook or not? Uh, I, I don't have, like, a ton, so I don't know. If, like, if you could double up on the Twitter answers, it kind of depends, okay. like, how many you have. Because I like have three more. Three more? Actually, it, it's about that's about right. So. Okay. Cool. Uh, Brandon Roberts, he kind of broke it up like you were saying. He said, DC Injustice sounds cool with me. Marvel, Earth X, heck yeah, my man. And then for indie, he would love to see a video game. So he'd like Mega Man or Marvel vs. Capcom. I 100% agree. I love Mega Man, specifically Mega Man X. We need Mega Man set. And also Marvel vs. Capcom would be dope. I second that one. Uh, Collectible said Marvel team-up duos, which... That would be really interesting if they made a, a chase set of just duo clicks. That would be pretty cool. Because they've um, never made, like, a Captain America and Falcon. And, like, you normally think of them as a pretty solid duo. So that'd be cool. How, how have they never made a Captain America-Falcon duo click? Honestly, that is what I thought. Like, when, what was it, Winter Soldier came out, I'm like, the duo is going to be Captain America and Falcon. And then it was Captain Black Widow. I'm like, well, I'll be darned. <laughs> how about that? Uh, he also said various versions of Doctor Doom, which... Man, last oh, week yeah. I got one of those. I, whatever. Was uh, his, yeah. Doom. Uh, Jeremy Clark on the Facebook. I like to see Birds of Prey chases, like Black Canary Hunters, Oracle, Katana, would be really awesome. And most of them haven't had a true great figure yet. Uh, Nick Accord said for Indy, he wants Valiant figures made, which. Uh, yeah, right? They're, okay, so first of all, a lot of people don't even know that Valiant Comics exists. Uh, second of all, <laughs> asked him who his favorite Valiant characters were. He said Dr. Mirage, Exo, Manowar, and Bloodshot are his top three. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I had to look up all three of these characters, but they seem very interesting. I'm not going to lie. So people should go out and check these out. Um, for DC, he said Marvel – or I'm sorry, Martian Manhunter chases. Could do various red, white Martians. John Jones as a dragon, anyone? <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Did he do that? Did he become a dragon in comics? Did I miss something here? That sounds awesome. I, I don't know. I, there's somebody out there that knows. If you know, tweet in. Like, yeah, it was this episode, or this issue. I'm like, cool. All right. Uh, David Herberger on the Facebook said, DC, Batman, black and white series. Uh, there are a lot of designs from a lot of artists. And he had a picture, because I had no idea what he was talking about. But they look actually really cool. I like some of the designs of these figures, or I mean, these comic covers. Marvel. Alex Ross's designs from Marvels. Uh, this is the book Alex Ross did before DC's can come. Looking at a couple of these Marvel books, it's awesome. Let's be honest, anything by Alex Ross 
is pretty much the greatest thing ever. So absolutely. Yeah. And then for his indie answer, he said TMNT. You want to see the movie Turtles? Ah, sure. Movie, yeah. movie Turtles. I, th- I think we all had like hopes yet fears of seeing them in the in the clicks form, but you know, I dig it. Look and. I mean this in, like, a, a jovial way, but they would look just as stupid as the animated ones look. Okay, sure, <laughs> fair enough. Like, I would like it, because it's, you know, it's the nostalgia of it, but they would look right. dumb. Um, Cody Williams said, I like the chases when there is less of a theme, but I would also rather not want chases, like, at all, he says. <laughs> that's how that's how they make their money, so I don't, they're never getting rid of chases. Yeah. Um, Samuel Jeffries said Marvel uh, Avengers 1 million BC, which is a new stuff that's kind of Oh, weird. that's a good one. Yeah, that, that'd be really that cool. good. Uh, for DC Multiversity, uh, for TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Rats and their Turtle Sensei showed up randomly <laughs> in the 2003 show. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you out, Calder? Oh. Huh, yeah, I'm out. Okay. Uh, Shay Bannon said Godlike OP Strengths. That, that was not what I was aiming for with this question. <laughs> uh, if they make chases too powerful, then you'll just see people run nothing but money teams, and it shouldn't get into that. Like That's kind of what Magic the Gathering became for a really long time. It's like, how much money can I spend on a deck? Oh, I spent $400. Okay, that's the baseline of what you need to start off to start winning. Like I don't want Ooh. that at all. Um Critical Missives said uh, multi- Multiversity for sure. For Marvel, uh, Time Runs Out, major characters, d- Doom as Rabum al uh, Molecule, Man- Molecule Man, Strange leading the Black Priest. So, yeah, the, like the inner circle, if anybody's read uh, the Secret War Time Run Out stuff, that, that would be pretty cool. Um, or they could do, finally, Amalgam Chases, eight in a DC set, then eight more in a Marvel set, which would never happen, but I'd love it. So that's that's probably true. We're never going to see that. But that would be really cool if it was like back-to-back Marvel DC sets. Be really awesome. Like that? That would be really awesome. Um, Coach Step, and this is my last answer that I got, said, for DC All-Star Squadron with gold bases, uh, give me my oh. Uncle Sam. Uh, yeah. Please just bring back colored bases. Like. Yeah. Oh, yes. Chases, I just hands down across the board, everyone agrees. If, if you want chases, pretty much everyone wants them to be colored bases. It's just cooler that way. Uh, Marvel, and I can't agree with this more, a Squadron Supreme set? Yes, please. And Indy, Valiant. So, we've got two Valiant fans, at least. Um, did we get anything in the mailbag from, or I guess on Facebook? On Facebook, we did not. Okay, we got one from, we got another one uh, from Davy. Bosarge, which he corrected me in the email, and that is how you uh, now say it. It's Donatello Staff plus short, short for sar- Sergeant Bosarge. So, uh, a couple questions for the next episode. What is a theme you'd like to see a uh, for an upcoming DC set and upcoming Marvel set? Um, Calder, do you have an idea for that? A theme for an upcoming Marvel or DC set? For Marvel, I'd I, like to see. Super I do. War, I do. Wars. Uh, yeah, okay. go ahead, Eric. Go. Dan Christian took my Marvel one. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Well, you're stealing all my uh, bad Samaritan points, so I don't feel bad. <laughs> I, I uh, DC Young Justice, please. All day. That would be cool. Calder, do you got anything? Good answers here, and I can't think of one for the life of me, Christy. 
Do a few more. I'll keep going. I'll keep going in the email. You think of one. I'd love to see DC do something tied to injustice if rights weren't an issue. And I feel like we're due for another cosmic space theme Marvel set with uh, three years since Guardians of the Galaxy. Has it really been three years since Guardians wow. of the Galaxy? It has. Wow. Oh my gosh, man. Time is spaceship flown. <laughs> that was me making my own terrible. That was horror. horrible. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. Um, thinking smaller, what's a theme you'd like to see for a monthly OP kit where a three-figure set is just the right size to take on a whole team? Um, mm. Chime in if you got one, guys, because I don't, I don't know if I have anything for that one. Um, Sorry, spaced out. What was the question again? Uh, if you could design, like, or if you make a theme for a monthly OP kit. Oh, um... Shoot, I hate dead air. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all right. Uh, for my monthly OP kit, I would say uh, Captain America core. It's one of my favorite, like Captain America, like stories they've done. And there are a lot of characters from that that they don't have. There's the Morales uh, Captain America guy from the future, and then there's American Dream, who's actually popped up in a few different comics. They haven't made her, and then of course you just put you know another Steve in if you want to, but they haven't made those and i've never had you know got to like run that full team so i would absolutely love a captain america core like op kit just a couple of characters to help finish off that team i don't have one i, I nothing that i haven't already said that i just want to have like a full set out of I'm all right like i got one op kit guy though so uh what do you have I have a quick and easy one i'm not sure if they do it because it'd be way too awesome but i want a continuation for spider-verse because they missed some people I liked. Oh, that would be good, yeah. I, I would do Spider-Man 2099, because they already have a good sculpt for him they could reuse if they really wanted to use it, because the one from uh, the Amazing Spider-Man is a good one. Um, they oh. could do Captain Britain Spider-Man, which is a good one. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they could do um, either Ed, End of the Earth or End, End of the World, whatever one that one is, uh, the one that fights off all the symbiote ones, or... Uh, oh, what, what was the name? The one that's, like, Indian... I couldn't tell you the Indian one to be honest. I liked I liked his costume, and then I also liked the um, I don't they couldn't do this in an OP kit, but I think it would be really hella cool if they made the one from the Japanese TV show where he has like the spider mech <laughs> and then make a colossal spider mech that <laughs> like with it. Oh, it'd like, just be a pog, dude. That'd be easy. That would be so great. That would that be would... so cool. Single-based colossal pog, like the, the oh. Dr. Demonicus does. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go. I did think of one uh, for my set. I'd want to contest the champion set. Middle school contest champions, and then the chases oh. could be, like, the new, the new school, like, the game, the app game that they have. They have a few original characters on that, so those could be the chases, and then you could have the huge lineup for contest of champions from the old storyline. That'd be cool. Okay, um... To wrap up this email, he said, "Keep up the great work. Looking for more. Looking forward to more. Also, props to Calder for being a bad Samaritan machine." <laughs> oh, he chose a really bad episode to yeah, say that. No kidding. <laughs> uh, this episode was definitely Professor Irks. Like, holy crap! Uh, that's all I got in the mailbag. I did get a really, really nice tweet that I wanted to cover real quick uh, from Cody Williams, who has been um, tweeting into the answer our, our community questions and stuff like that. He said. Uh, at Dial H for Heroclix, congrats on the cool stuff sponsorship. You guys have the podcast at the best it's ever been. Um, that, like, thank you. That means so much to us. Uh, I, 
I know a lot of people would disagree with that. <laughs> but we really appreciate your opinion on that. So thank you. We're going to keep doing as much as we can to keep this podcast, you know, something that people want to listen to. We're getting more listeners. We're getting more followers on Twitter, which is fantastic. Spread the word. If you guys have – Must be doing well, something right. Yeah, we're doing something right. If you guys have a venue that you, you – you go to and you listen to us but you know that your friends don't maybe just like hey you should start listening to the dial h podcast they don't suck <laughs> um and i i just want to before you go anymore chris i want to echo cody so i've listened to dial h almost since like i actually back listened a lot from the old old stuff which they told us not to do but i was like you know these guys are silly and fun enough i'd do it i just loved hunter's voice it was like perfect for radio i'm like this guy's got it but after a while, voice, yeah, <laughs> after a while, you could tell you kind of started, you know, family and didn't play clicks enough. Just kind of, eh, whatever. Same thing happened to Drew. Eh, whatever. It's like, oh, this is sad. <laughs> but once no you guys. No sympathy whatsoever for Austin. I love it. <laughs> well. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I always felt for Austin, but I, I don't want to put a nail in the coffin. So love you, Austin, if you listen to <laughs> they, I'm, I'm sure they, they don't. Uh, I, know, I know Drew hasn't been. But, I mean, you guys have done an awesome job. Like, ever since you guys are doing the show, I've been more in, in, intrigued listening to the content. You know, it's been more fun. I, every, every single week I go to work, I play you guys in during a shift, and just I can just work and work and work and listen all at the same time. And I laugh out loud in my empty store when people are like, why are you laughing? Like, oh, nothing. It's fine. It's just – it's great stuff. So Thank you That's so much. Like, it is it has been really – like we felt like we were walking on eggshells for a while, like right when this started off, and now uh, Calder and I have had the podcast all to ourselves for over a month now, like five or six episodes and stuff like that, and I I can tell that the fan base is changing a little bit. Like we're losing listeners on some ways, but then we're gaining different all new listeners and stuff like that, which is fantastic, and we just. We love it. We we really appreciate the the positivity that we've gotten from everyone. I haven't gotten one email that's been like, "You guys suck," which I'm sure <laughs> it's coming now. But <laughs> no, you you guys do this at a good time. I will tell you, I've been doing YouTube for two years, and I've never gotten a comment that was like directly negative. There's been some feedback to say you, you could do this and this, but never like. You straight up suck. Stop doing this thing now. Oh, yeah. And as, like, I mean, you're a fellow content generator. We love getting constructive criticism. If there's something that we can do to make the podcast better, then yes. Like, when we first started out, one guy was like, hey, don't use the word um so much. Okay, I definitely (laughs) tried to do that. So I hope that if that listener is still listening, maybe he sees some improvement. (laughs) So, uh, you know, we're going to keep rolling with it. Um, caller, do you have anything to say? Um, oh wow, look at um. me. Just instantaneously, that's all I wanted to say, just to <laughs> piss that one guy off. There I, we go. I noticed the more you think about it, the more you do it. You'll right. you unintentionally do it, but whatever. Oh, uh, look at, see now I can use uh instead. No M, you happy? You happy yet? No? Okay. I try and say so, hey a lot. Hey. Hey. hey, okay, there you go. Um, somebody forget. Wow, I'm gonna see now. I'm gonna blame that guy. Totally gonna blame that guy. On Facebook, forgot to mention it last week. Paul and Daniel Groth made a cool logo for us, and I really think it's pretty neat. So it's like the old 
bases that had like the things from under it you know what i'm saying like the weird yeah. i guess it looks like it's the h for those this. were designed so that you could put a finger on each side of it and and then turn it because but, like were... around the avengers set they got so small that i couldn't like fit my like fingernails like into them like you know what i'm saying right the old ones were really like thick and kind of big and those were easy to turn but during avengers and justice league like that set they were really small for some reason but I do think it was really cool. I just wanted to mention that because I didn't mention it last week. Should mention it this week. That's really about it. So uh, go ahead and if you guys have recommendations or whatever for Value Corner, Hidden Gems, Casual Comparisons, go ahead and send us stuff into the mailbag. We'll read it online or over the air rather. Uh, we have Twitter. Follow us at Dial H4. That's the number four. Uh, Heroclix at Twitter. Uh, at <laughs> That's not how that works. At Dial H4 Heroclix. Uh, you follow us on Facebook, we're on YouTube now, and our Gmail account is dialh4heroclicks at gmail.com uh, if you want to send us in anything. Um, do you want to plug all of your stuff, Professor? I would be happy to. Hey guys, I am Eric, a.k.a. Professor Irks. I run the YouTube channel called The Alpha Strike Heroclicks. Find us at YouTube slash TheAlphaStrikeHeroclicks.com. Facebook at facebook.com slash theAlphaStrikeHeroClicks.com. We're also on Twitter uh, at the underscore AlphaStrike, just that, I believe, on at, on Twitter. And uh, we do videos on almost everything HeroClicks. That's just what we're doing right now. If you want to watch quality gameplay videos of HeroClicks, check out my channel. If you guys want to see or listen to or watch awesome set reviews on the – all of the sets from at least TMNT 1 through now. I've done all of those. And if you guys like um, like team building videos, I'm doing those as well. I haven't done it in a while because it's just me now. I had a partner before. If you see my channel, it was Mike. He has left due to reasons of his own. It's totally fine. I'm running it myself now, but I have these cool people called the Cerebros who are on my Patreon. And they help me with content. They guest star on my show called the Cerebro Show, which is a Basically a micro podcast, but it's for the fans of the game itself, where you can have a voice and talk about clicks with us and the community, and just have so much fun. Okay, so check you, us man. out. Uh, and thank you for coming on to the podcast. This, you know, maybe just like meeting everybody that listens to us. And... Dude, it's, it's been like a dream of mine to be on this show. I was just always too scared to ask Hunter because you know reasons. No, he's a good he's guy. He's a scary guy. No, he's good. He's a good guy. Uh, well, when I text him every once in a while, like I have a dial-age question or something like that, he'll text back. He's really nice and polite and professional and stuff like that. He's a good guy. Uh, as far as closing thoughts, do you have anything else uh, to, you want to say? Hunt, uh, I about called you Hunter. Calder? Uh, yeah, and I just got to get a ponytail, right? Got to grow out my hair and then <laughs> yep. start going to the gym more. Yeah, I can be Hunter 2.0. No. No. Uh, just a reminder that Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening, and we will definitely catch you back next week. Bye. See you later. Bye. Nice laugh.